0: Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jake CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Happy Hump Day. Yeah, halfway through the week. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. That's right, we keep you in the know. Hundreds of videos and articles and everything else to try to keep you informed. What a, gr- a really interesting day. We had some elections uh, on the East Coast in Virginia and New Jersey and a couple other places. Uh, the Democrats uh, claiming victory. I don't think it really matters. Uh, President Trump is now in China. Uh, He delivered another warning to North Korea. And, of course, he's trying to get the Chinese to help there. And at the same time, uh, trying to redo trade deals. We'll wait to see how that one goes. The news, gold's up 10 uh, and rising all on a report out of Fitch. Fitch is one of the rating agencies. Uh, When you think about how debt uh, gets rated in other words who decides the how good the quality of the dentist right are they AAA, a double a, triple b or is it junk Fitch is one of the companies that does that uh, you got Fitch S&P and Moody's those are uh, the three big ones right those are the ones uh, that everyone cares about Uh, Fitch today has taken another look at the United States debt. We're going to talk about what they had to say, Uh, and it really drove up the gold price. Uh, Obviously, as you can tell, because they're like, hey, wait a minute. We know how to do math, and the math doesn't quite add up. Uh, We're going to talk about that. Sears, man. I knew they were in trouble, but I—it—it's I, really picked up. Steve, same store sales down 15 percent, uh, and and that's just that's an astronomical number. I mean, those are for a retailer, uh, huge, huge declines there. I don't know how much longer they're going to make it. They tried to to do a pension swap today. Uh, if you are one of those uh, people that are supposed to get a pension from Sears. Uh, That's going to be trouble ahead. I don't think Sears uh, has much longer to go. Uh, We're going to talk about, and I brought it up yesterday, the Paradise Papers. We're going to look at how all of that works and how big the problem really was. of Not just the, you know, I'll call the big publicly traded companies on Wall Street, uh, the the billionaires at, that are behind it as well, and all the tax sheltering that they've done, and how it all works. Uh, we're we're gonna review that. I think there's a lot of information. There's gonna we're gonna get a lot more over the next probably several months because there's thirteen. I think I said it yesterday. Thirteen million pages. Uh, this was a worldwide effort. Uh, A multitude of reporters or journalists, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, researching all of the shell games that have been going on. And if you think about, uh, you know, this huge tax cut that they're going to get on top of the fact that they've, you know, I guess they didn't break the law. They just broke the spirit of the law, right, and and how we feel about that, and the amount of money uh, it a- is actually cost the U.S. taxpayer. Uh, so we'll go into that. Um, one of the things I found really interesting, and I saw this, and I haven't had a chance to get to it. We've been talking about jobs. Are they good jobs? Are they bad jobs? Is, you know, is the unemployment rate really four point one percent and? Why aren't wages growing and and all of those things? And and of course, we've been on it here, we know, right? The jobs are waiters and waitresses, that's the job. How much longer that continues, I don't know. At least here in Arizona, I think we've kinda hit uh, the max level because we're starting to get a lot more of these places closing uh, here. Uh, I don't know uh, about everywhere else, but Delta, you know the airline, Delta Airline. They posted and they wanted to recruit some flight attendants. Now, a, a flight attendant—that's not—that's not a bad job, but it's not a you know the a job you would typically associate with. Hey, I'm going to become a millionaire, right? right? I mean, it's a it's a tough job. Uh, it and uh, I don't for me, I don't think I could do it. I, I'm not. I don't have enough patience for that job. But by no means would we say, hey, you're a flight attendant. Wow, right? You must make the big bucks. Delta, they they, and, uh, and they were looking for, and I'm trying to get the number here. Okay, here we go. Delta was posting for flight attendants. They, they wanted to hire about 1,000 flight attendants for the, the year 2018. And, and, yeah, all new flight attendants. Okay, yeah, new flight attendants, 1,000. Okay? So you got, obviously, turnover and retirement and maybe some growth in there as well, right? But they wanted to hire 1,000 flight attendants. So far, Delta has received... 125,000 applications for the 1,000 flight attendants, making it harder to get a job as a flight attendant at Delta than it is to get into Harvard. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yes, the great economy is upon us. Delta wanted to hire one thousand flight attendants. Got a hundred and twenty-five thousand applicants, making it harder to get a job as a flight attendant at Delta than it is to get a, a into, like Harvard or Yale, uh, less than 1% of applicants uh, potentially be offered a job. I think that really kind of tells you all you really need to know about what really is and isn't happening uh, in the United States. You know, when we can talk about tax cuts and when we can look at a stock market, you know, I saw a figure today, Stock markets up like 28% since since Trump won the election. Since Trump won, and and most of it because they feel like they're going to get something for nothing. Right, these companies aren't really hiring. Right, they they bought back some stock. They they're going to get this tax break, which they keep saying is going to create jobs. Yet there's real no evidence that that's ever happened. Matter of fact, the only evidence that we do have is when we let them repatriate this money that we're now finding out a lot of it was done through what we call the Paradise Papers where they set up nothing more than phony shell companies. Like, I can't call it phony. They set it up, right? They filed some paperwork, right? You can go down right now to, to the Arizona Corporation Commission, and for $85, you can set up a company. You can do the same thing. You go to Barbados or some other obscure island and and file some paperwork. And by doing this, they were all able to avoid paying taxes, which was you know allowed them to act like they're making a lot more money than what they really should have been. But now we got this news out of, out of Moody's. The most indebted AAA country in the world is right here, the United States. No AAA paper, which ours is still right now. AAA, by the way, for those of you that don't know, that's the highest rating. In other words, according to the rating agencies, least likely to default and part of the reason why you get a AAA, and, and just to put it in perspective, Wall Street, and I'll see if I can get the exact number in between the break, but I think there's only five companies, and I and and, and I know it's less than ten, that actually have AAA-rated debt. Part of the reason that you can get a AAA-rated debt is if you have a printing press. So, so technically we could just go further into debt to pay the other debt. But according to Fitch, it's uncertain if anything in the mix of tax cuts, whether it be the cuts or the tax increases being kicked around in Congress, will become law. Right? We don't know what it's going to be. We do know whatever the original proposal, it'll be something different than that. And we've heard all kinds of different things about this bracket and that bracket and phase-in, not phase-in, and everything in between. Fitch Rady now believes that some combination of the tax cuts will make it through and that it will sap the US government revenues under any realistic scenario now this is this is pitch remember of the they're one of the three rating agencies under any realistic scenario of tax cuts and macro conditions so the grow your way out type of, of Mantra: How are we going to pay for it? We're going to grow out of it. The United States deficit will rise to four percent of GDP next year. Which, by the way, so what number does that associate? What does four percent equal? Four percent will put the number somewhere around eight hundred billion dollars. Okay, so that's the the fake number: eight hundred billion. Of four percent, I think that may be a little light. But let's let's use uh, Fitch's example. Remember, my whole, I guess, adult life that I've actually paid attention. We heard it, and 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 I'll I'll namely say uh, we heard it all the time from Alan Greenspan, and we hear it less and less, and now we don't even hear it at all where the debt was okay until it broke 3% of GDP. Once it got uh, more than 3% of GDP, you needed to start to get worried. Right now, Fitz is saying, hey, 2018, it's going to be 4%. And that the United States debt is going to balloon between now and 2027. Okay, And I've been telling you, how long have I been telling you? The debt bubble that's coming it's huge we're we're still you know picture a balloon right you know when you first start to try to blow it up it's it's difficult to do right it takes you a couple of times and finally you get you get it going a little bit and then you can blow it up and blow it up and blow we're we're in the blow it up stage right we got through the hard part and now this thing's going to become massive and according to Fitch That is probably the best-case scenario. Right now, debt-to-GDP is at 105%. That includes the... That's what the $640 billion spike did. We were at 103. Now we're at 105% of GDP. And by the way, Fitz used a good number. They took the... They annualized... The third quarter, right? So remember, the third quarter came in at three, three percent GDP. That would be in the annualized rate. So really, even at three, you got to realize you got to divide that by four. It was point seven five. It's not like we're we're knocking the cover off a ball here. That would put GDP of the United States at about nineteen point five trillion. Okay the the federal budget deficit is about. trillion. So we're already a trillion in the wrong direction. And it said that it went up, so it, it started the year at 103. We're now at 105. That's the percentage of GDP, debt to the percentage of GDP. Fitch said in its report that it expects some version of the package to pass the US Congress and that it will be and I'm going to quote it here it will be reg- revenue negative even under generous assumptions about its growth impact the tax package which includes cutting the corporate tax rate would deliver only a modest and temporary spur to growth and again I really think the only growth we're going to see is buying back a stock. Even with these tax cuts, Fitch sees the U.S. economic GDP growth to peak at 2.5% next year. And that it will fall back to 2.2% in 2019. So is it, you know, you think about it, is three-tenths of it worth it? Because Fitch knows what I know. Right? Fitch knows. Okay. Right? It's just kind of, listen, this is no different than Obamacare. And all the promises Obama made, we're getting the same thing from the Republican. It says, any boost to output from the tax cut is going to be short-lived. These tax cuts will, and I'm going to quote again, not pay for themselves or lead to a permanently higher growth rate. The cost of capital is already low. And see, now, this is one of the things that you all need to understand, because why not? I mean, really, this is, it's a massive tax cut. It really is. I mean, taking the corporate tax rate from 35% to 20 is huge but when you really think about what has already occurred, the Federal Reserve by bringing these rates down to nothing for 10 years has already pushed the growth so Fitch is just kind of like us, they're like hey listen they've already done it right, if they wanted to build something or they wanted to do some R&D or if they wanted to add they already did They could borrow the money for nothing. The cost of capital is already low. Corporate profits, according to Fitch, are elevated. In addition, the effective tax rate paid by large corporations is well below the existing uh, statutory rate. Right? So the rate, that 35%, no one really pays that. Right? Me and you, we, we get stuck paying it. No one pays that. right? They don't pay anywhere close to that. A lot of them pay less than 20. As a matter of fact, I think the average number, when they, I think when they took, and I don't know if it was the S&P 500 or what sample they used, uh, I think the number came in at like 27%. So we're going to go from, oh, from 27 to 20. This is something very various Fed governors have also suggested, that throwing in these tax cuts to add to demand at this point in the economic cycle could only boost inflationary pressures and lead to additional monetary policy tightening. So in other words, I didn't even think about it. Bitcoin is saying, hey, listen, not only is growth not going to happen, but you may actually get bad inflation. The Fed has already begun to the QE unwind, right? we were of course, at least the first month, they just bought $10 billion more and then sold $10 billion to make it look like they've done it. But they're supposed to start lowering their bond purchases, right? They're not going to roll over, so they're going to actually – put more debt onto the market. So every month, right, the, the United States got to go out and sell debt, and then whatever the, the Treasury doesn't roll over, you got to add that in. So right now, it's $10 billion a month. At the end of the year, it's supposed to jump to $20 billion a month. And now Moody, or Fitch is saying, hey, wait a minute. You're going to start really growing the debt which means the Treasury is going to have to issue hundreds of billions of dollars of more debt than what it's currently doing. At the same time, the Federal Reserve is going to be piling on top of that number. And now, all of a sudden, you could lead to, and and really, the biggest bubble of all is that bond market. So Fitch is saying it could lead to higher rates and that the tax cuts are actually going to lead to wider fiscal deficits because interest rates to to get people to buy it are going to have to rise, and that it's going to significantly add to U.S. government debt, and that they said that they are now concerned, and, and I don't know about now, but they are concerned the AAA rating... That the United States still has. We're going to talk about that next.
1: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt.
2: For someone as accomplished as Phyllis Schlafly, the question, what's the most fulfilling thing you've ever done, carries a lot of weight. Her answer will certainly shock you. To Phyllis, her most fulfilling victory wasn't starting the conservative movement, working with President Reagan, or even defeating the Equal Rights Amendment. In Phyllis's own words, the most fulfilling thing she ever did was to teach her children how to read. Phyllis understood that a child's ability to read opens the door for him to become a productive and prosperous citizen. As she put it, most parents work hard to provide their children with the material things of life. Many parents work hard to provide their children with the spiritual things of life, faith in God, moral training, and good and healthy habits. There is something else you can do for your child that is important to both goals, because it's the key to what your child will be able to do on his own. You can teach your child to read. Well, this made it all the more shocking to know that many schools are not teaching students to the point of proficiency in reading from the time-tested phonics method. Instead, they rely on bad systems like the whole-language method, which is basically a literary guessing game where kids pretend to read by looking at pictures. Phyllis Schlafly knew that literacy was the cure not only for individual underachievement, but for social maladies as well. She called it an urgent necessity for our whole nation. Reading has the power to lift entire communities that have been impoverished for generations. Reading can open doors for careers and opportunities that were never thought possible. What's more, if someone cannot read well enough to communicate effectively, they will never be able to advance themselves or their children and live out the American dream. Parents cannot rely on Washington, their states, or even their local school boards for this fundamental prerequisite to success in life. We must take on an individual responsibility for the promotion of literacy to those that need it most.
1: Parents and grandparents jumpstart the education of that child you love so much with a proven phonics course. With Turbo Reader, anyone at any age can learn to read. For free information on Phyllis Schlafly's Turbo Reader, call toll-free 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Open the door to a lifetime of reading and self-motivation. Call 1-866-TRY-TURBO. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: Welcome back. Gold's now up uh, twelve bucks, twelve hundred eighty-seven dollars and fifty cents. Uh, twelve eighty. Let's just round it up. Twelve hundred and eighty-eight. Uh, silver's up thirty seventeen dollars and twenty-five cents. Our toll-free number is eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I do still have. I've got twenty-five dollar liberties. We ran them yesterday at $345, gold's up a dozen, not changing the price, still $345. That is, for a $5 liberty, that, that's a fantastic opportunity. But I want you to understand what it is you're getting ready for. It's not about tax cuts, and it's not about Fed rate hikes, and it's not about any of that. It's about being prepared and having a hedge against your country's currency and really against your country's debt. That's really, because really what he to you're hedging the debt. Fitch, and probably the most serious note I've seen since the financial crisis. I'm just going to read uh, you an and just a little snippet out of their whole report the united states will enter the next downturn with a general government structural deficit in other words subtracting the impact of the economic cycles right a structural deficit a larger than any other triple A sovereign leaving the United States more exposed to a downturn than otherly than other similarly rated sovereigns. So the few that are left and there's not that many of these either, Triple A. The few that are left, Fitch says the United States, at least in in this is the worst off the u.s the most indebted triple a country so they've said it again so here's the funny part in this report they keep referencing the most indebted the most indebted they keep referencing structural deficits they keep referencing the fact that these are going to continue to skyrocket and they go all the way to 2027 It's running the loosest fiscal stamp. I think about, you know, you talk about a shot at the Federal Reserve. So Fitch now tells you about what's happening with U.S. debt, says that, yes, they're going to do a tax cut, but no matter what scenario we envision, it's going to pile on to the number and that over the next 10 years, this number is going to get massive. They already said 2018, which we 2018 fiscal has already started. They're already saying we're going to be at 4% this year. What happens when it's 5, 6, 7, 10? And this is what they're worried about long-term debt dynamics are more negative than any of the peers with health and Social Security spending commitments set to rise and rise substantially over the next decade. They said that the two factors are combining to underpin Fitch's rating right now long term considerations that could impact the US credit rating after the tax package takes effect and starts having an impact on the deficits and the debt. In other words, hey, by the way, maybe time. Right? After we see what the taxes the tax bill is, and once we, we see what happens with the size of the debt. Get ready for a downgrade. I mean, that's really what they're saying. And, and as nicely as they could say it. They said they threatened another threat. Short term. So that was, what did they say? Long? That was long term. Okay, long term, you pass this tax bill. We're going to have to look at it. We're going to have to redo the math and make a decision. Short term, there is another risk to the AAA, failure to raise the debt ceiling okay so we've got a month and a what a month and a week for that number for that to come due but we get time we know that we get time failure to raise the debt ceiling by the first quarter of next year so we'll hit the debt ceiling again in december and we can go what three to six months without having to, you know before we run out of the emergency money When the Treasury Department, and here you go, so I guess I should have just kept reading. Failure to raise the debt ceiling by the first quarter of next year when the Treasury Department runs out of its, quote, extraordinary measures that will allow it to kick out of the money down the road date, that any hesitation by Congress will jeopardize the AAA rating of the United States. So Fitch comes out today, says we've got a new calculation for debt. We're going to start at 4%, which is already 25% higher than what they said is anything remotely acceptable. And then Fitch says, by the way, structurally, that number is going to really take off. At the same time, you need to issue hundreds of billions of dollars more in debt. The the Federal Reserve is going to be allegedly lowering their balance sheet when Smith says, hey, that math doesn't add up. Then it's going to cause rates to rise, and by rates rising, now the debts really get ugly. That was their word, right? It really gets ugly, and we're not even talking about a downturn. Then they said on top of that your short term doesn't look very good. And this is why you take the time. I don't know I don't know that it's possible. I don't think we can avoid a downgrade because after a certain point it really gets to be ridiculous, right? We're at a 19 trillion dollar GDP with a 20 trillion dollar debt. Fitch is saying, okay, well, the debt's going to—I know they know, right? The debt's going to be $40 trillion in 10 years, and GDP's going to be, what, 25 It doesn't add up. Take the time. You're going to be glad you did. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. US $5 liberties those are the old ones at the 1866 to 1907 at the rock bottom price of 3.45 at 809510592 listen we've had a pretty strong few days let's not ruin it here the structural this is a simple problem and i know listen we want to get caught up right we want tax cut we all of us want to pay less and i said pay less is great my personal belief business doesn't pay enough already if you go through and you look at the paradise papers and you see what they've done i don't know how they're not in prison right and again because they technically didn't break the law right they broke the spirit of the law they they always write themselves a loophole don't they and now we're stuck in this horrible situation where Fitch is like, you can't grow with the debts that are already this big, and now they're going to get much bigger. And really it doesn't, and I just want to say this, the tax cut doesn't matter. You know what? The The new Federal Reserve group, it doesn't matter. Look at the two programs they talked about, Social Security and Medicare. Just those two programs cost the United States a hundred billion dollars plus more every year. You know, this year they passed what two point one or two point two trillion dollars just on those two programs. The problem is by twenty twenty seven that's going to be three point five trillion. That's just those two programs. We only bring in $3 trillion in taxes, and even that now is gonna be a little less. And you start to understand how impossible all of this really seems. And then you have to realize, okay, so what is the likely outcome of what's going to happen? So Fitz lays out one scenario, inflation. Right, that's the scariest one, which if you read the, the history books, right, if you print all of this money at infinitum, eventually it leads to inflation because you can't pay. And so what do you do if when you can't pay? You just go further into debt. I think it's going to be worse than that. Inflation is bad, but at least in inflation, you have wage growth. is what you're going to see. It's what we are seeing. We're seeing all of these debt levels increase, all of them. Matter of fact, they just did it again. Uh, Credit card debt, right, over a new record high, took out the the bubble high and credit card debt, student loan debt. We took that. I mean, every month it's a new record on student loan debt, right? And then automobile debt, new record. So you have all of these records Debt levels out there, and then you take the the. We just did the national debt. Let's talk about your state and local debts. And, and for those of you that had elections, you know, all of them had tax increases on the ballot. They all do. Everything is going broke. The pensions are broke. They're broke. Do you understand? And I don't care if you live in a good area or a bad area, if you're in the booming market, or if you're in some, some market that never recovered from the crash. You're all in it equally. And then you start thinking, in what scenario? So, so you have inflation, right? That's a scenario. Stagflation, which I think we're going to have, which is no one's making any money, but the debts keep growing. Right? Because this is what we set up. Right? The, what do they call it? Kick the can down the road. right? They, we're kicking the can down the road. We're kicking the can down the road. We're kicking the can down the road. Okay? Fitz just said, well, the road's here. right? We've gone all the way down the road, and now it's the dead end. And there's a big cliff there. Another scenario... We could grow our way out of it, right? And, and you think about what would have to occur. I mean, what would we have to see? GDP of seven and, and or six or five? I don't even know what the number would be. But the problem is, and this is what, what Fitch said in its, big, in, in its big statement today. Any scenario that would force the Federal Reserve to raise rates Works like a double-edged sword. Now, all of a sudden, the debts get even bigger. For every one point, you add about two hundred and fifty billion dollars of debt. I mean, that's about the number. Two to two. Well, we'll say one seventy-five to three hundred. Just depends on what the ten-year note does. Right now, they've been able to what? Keep it compact. But but like a spring, Fitch is worried that the this compaction of the debt market is going to get go the go the wrong way, right? It's going to expand. So, if, could you imagine if we went from one percent and we had to go to five? That'd be a trillion dollars, right? Right. Think about it. you'd add a tr a year. You'd add a trillion dollars a year, and of course, it would grow because you're adding more money. So. This is really, and I don't know, so I'm trying to find a solution. What would be a solution that somehow we could have a record high stock price and everybody does well and no recession and no debt bubble and no explosion of the debt bubble? I don't know of a scenario. You know, at least 20 years ago, you had the, well, we could pay the debt off by 2010 going on. Can't say that anymore. Picture Radio News Hour, final segment on a Wednesday. US five dollar liberties. We got only there's only twenty of them. $345. And and really when you think about what's going to happen, it, it really is pretty simple. We we got to that point, right, where they it, it just got too big. And now, Fitch uh, says four percent in 2018. You know, my guess will be we'll probably be five, six percent by 2021, 22, 10 um, percent at least by 2027. And I don't know that there's any scenario where uh, it goes the other way. Uh, I didn't have time. I'll do it tomorrow for sure. Talking about how all of these corporations have been funneling money and it's really interesting because you know we think about like the Cayman Islands or Bermuda much much more complex and yet so simple where they actually were using loopholes to move money across countries to take advantage of of all of the all of the tax rates in using countries like the U.K., you know, England, uh, the Netherlands, as I guess the intermediary point. So Apple in California would send money to England, right, and then funnel the money from there into, you know, some loophole country to avoid paying U.S. taxes Uh, We'll talk all about that, we'll we'll get to it tomorrow. If you want to do some research on your own, the Scientific Reports, uh, it's a journal. Uh, If you want to Google Scientific Reports, uh, specifically an article in the July issue of Scientific Reports, it's called Uncovering Offshore Financial Centers. And, and you can kind of do your own research on that. Uh, I'll try to get Ramon also if we can. I don't know if we're allowed to or not, but if we are, we'll try to get that up on our website as well. Uh, and, you know, and it comes at a time when, you know, we're giving out corporate welfare, as I like to call it, it just kind of it angers me. And, uh, of course, it's part of the reason why we're in the mess that we're in. Uh, Gold's twelve hundred and eighty. up a dozen today. Uh, Silver's up 20, let's call it 26 cents, uh, $17.20. We were running all those piece dollars. I don't have any of those. I do have a special on rolls of silver quarters. So if you're looking to get into the silver market, you still get really cheap uh, U.S. silver quarters. There's 40 quarters in a roll. These are all pre-1965. They're at 125 a roll. So you get a roll of silver quarters at 125 The rolls of silver eagles, uh, th- those are, are available as well if you want to do that. But really, the best buy of the day, uh, definitely on the silver quarters at $125. And then on the gold side, the $5 U.S. Liberty. These are the older ones. Uh, at 345-800-951-0592. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care.